Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. If it had a book it could read, if it could read, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Are you eyeballing this Medicare podcast, boy? And now, highly offended by jokes about crackers, it's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you have arrived at the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Maybe my Canadian nephew, Drew McMillan, told you that already. I am Doug Jones, your Medicare expert or perhaps your Medicare specialist. It's uh, hard to tell sometimes, but anyway, I am Doug Jones. I am here to help you feel comfortable with that transition that People are going to have to make it some point in their lives between Obamacare and Medicare. So I'm hoping that if you're facing that uh, quandary, that confusing episode in your life, that uh, I can add a little bit of comfort and uh, support to you so that you will be able to cross that line with confidence and come out the other side uh, happy and secure. And the way I would suggest you do that is to go buy my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. You can buy it at barnesandnoble.com. You can buy it at amazon.com. And the thing is, if you go to Amazon, you're going to find four different versions, each priced a little differently, each designed to meet your budget, and each is a quick but thorough story of Medicare and what you should do to think about your encounter with Medicare. So Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023 is your tool, hopefully, to help you cross that line. And uh, we will meet you on the other side. And when I say we, I'm including my friend, my podcast engineer, my spiritual guru, and my investment advisor, Randy Carson who is sitting right on the other side of the screen. Randy, do you know what happened exactly a year ago today? A year ago today. It's called Stump, Stump the Podcast uh, Engineer. Oh, my gosh. You really ta- caught me, uh, you know, with my uh, shoes off on that one. Well, it's not very important, but uh, it's a way for me to sneak in the date of this podcast episode because you have told me, don't tell people what date it is. But <laughs> a, a year ago today, everybody was dancing around going, it's 2 2 2 2. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. I, and you're. I should have known because I was thinking about that. Because if you just do the day, you know, don't do the year. It's two, 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 three today. It certainly is, but it's not as mellifluous as two, no, two, it's not two, as two. cool. So I'll meet it's you back here a cool. hundred. I'll meet you back here ninety-nine years from now. All right, I'll be here, uh, probably still podcasting. Probably so because uh, we don't see an end to the need for our services. And uh, 
when I say our services, I'm talking about my services because a lot of people need my help to cross that line into Medicare. One of the things you need is an insurance to plug the holes, fill the gaps, and make sure that you're fully protected from the weaknesses in the Medicare uh, world. And so I am a licensed insurance agent, and once you understand Medicare, uh, the next step is to acquire the very inexpensive insurance coverage that will protect you from the weaknesses in the system. And coming back to my friend Randy on the other side of the screen, I'm going to start making a list of all the interesting things that we discuss before we push the record button. Uh not everyone, you know, some some things have nasty poo-poo words in them, and this is a family podcast. But one thing that Randy reminded me of today is worthy of viewing by everybody out there, especially your youngsters. It's uh, a video, short video, probably less than 10 minutes, done years ago by Chris Rock. And the title of the video is something like, How Not to Get Your Ass Kicked by the Police. And it's basically a, an interesting list of things to do and not to do if you have an encounter with a police officer, especially if you're driving. And so it's not only entertaining, but it makes a lot of sense. And it's good advice for the youngsters who might be tempted to, uh, uh, you know, smart off or uh, uh, respond in a way that's less than respectful. And so it's, I think, not only entertaining, but it's a good uh, behavior modification or behavior advisory tool that Chris Rock has put out, and it stands the test of time. So uh, we've talked about many other things today, too, Sam Kinison, and uh, yep. what else? What else did we talk about? It's just, it seems like we ought to leave the mics open before we start recording the podcast, because there's some additional content that people might enjoy. Yeah, well, I was mostly talking about uh, some some situations in Omaha, Nebraska, Oh, that's right. Um, the, there was miscreants. Un, yes, there was definitely some miscreants that uh, are no longer creanting anymore. So the herd got thinned out a little bit in Omaha. They did. They and, did. Um, and the, the, the people that were thinned were probably the troublemakers. The uh, Omaha SWAT team, uh, the blue line yeah. in Omaha, yeah. Nebraska. I uh, I am totally a supporter of military and police and any other first responders took care of the problem uh without anybody getting hurt other than the guy with the ar-15 that's that's a beautiful <laughs> thing that is a beautiful thing so you know earlier i told you uh we've got a lot of interesting looking uh content uh or uh, uh what are we talking about here these things are subjects to address there potential today. there are potential subjects and yeah. i mean you know the ones that will attract my attention well i did ask for your help though to hone in on the ones that you think the audience might appreciate too i'm going to trust your judgment there we should do a couple of those just to uh, let the audience know that we're always thinking about them so okay, what well, you... i'm gonna i'm gonna go with my second choice as my okay. first choice my second choice is medicare coverage gaps to watch out for i think that's a great one Already, let me find that in the stack of stuff here. Uh, apologies to Rush Limbaugh for mentioning the stack of stuff. He always had a stack of stuff. If I say that often enough, I'm going to start drooling. Okie dokie. We have, oh, here we are. Okay. Medicare coverage can be a bit of a mystery. 
here are the big coverage gaps to watch out for. And this was written uh, on the day before my birthday, January 26th of 2023. So it's pretty recent. So uh, Richard Eisenberg writes, turns out there are a number of big health expenses at Original Medicare. The federal insurance program for Americans over 65 doesn't cover. And but it's a big but for most of those, there's often an exception to the rule. It's also worth noting that Medicare Advantage plans, boo hiss, the private insurance alternative to original Medicare, sometimes offer coverage that original Medicare doesn't. But as you'll see below, that coverage may be skimpier than you think because Medicare Advantage plans are not standardized. And what he's talking there is about the um, the add-ons that try that you try to use to attract people to Medicare Advantage plans like dental, vision, hearing, and he's saying that that coverage may be skimpier than you think. Medicare Advantage plans are required to cover everything original Medicare covers and nothing more. A supplemental benefit could be robust or maybe not, says Casey Schwartz, Senior Counsel for Education and Federal Policy at the Medicare Rights Center. We hear from a lot of people who are surprised by what their Medicare Advantage plan does not cover. The government's free annual handbook, Medicare and You, and the Medicare website provide specifics about what original Medicare does and doesn't cover. The Medicare.gov site has a handy tool called Is My Test, Item, or Service Covered? I've talked about this before. If you put that in the search window, when you go to Medicare.gov, there's a search window in the upper right corner. And if you type in Is My Test, comma, Item, comma, or Service covered, uh, it will lead you to a list of tests, and many of those tests are covered at 100%. And uh, there are a lot of them. Brandy and I have gone through that list on more than one occasion, and we'll do it again, I'm sure. So um, let's see. uh, So the state health insurance assistance programs also provide free information about Medicare rules. So Here are the big three coverage gaps to look out for, what to know about them, and how to appeal a Medicare claim denial if you believe your care should be covered. The big three, vision, dental, and hearing. Original Medicare does not cover routine medical expenses for your eyes, your mouth, or your ears. You generally can't get reimbursed for annual visits to the dentist or optometrist. And forget about coverage for new eyeglasses or hearing aids. But some types of vision, dental, and hearing expenses are covered. For vision care, it's really pretty pathetic what Medicare covers, says Diane Omdahl, founder and president of this outfit that is a Medicare advisory group. And I I have missed quoting her, so I've decided to get back on her mailing list because often she has interesting stories. But original Medicare will cover what are considered medically necessary services, such as treating an eye injury or cataract surgery, uh, corrective lenses for glasses or contacts after cataract surgery, and annual glaucoma tests if you're at high risk for the eye disease. Medicare Advantage plans may say they cover routine eye exams and eyeglasses, but their allowance for glasses might be $150 to $300. 
Do you want the right side or the left side of your glasses, she jokes. <laughs> Original Medicare won't pay for teeth cleanings, dentures, root canals, or annual x-rays, but it does cover x-rays and dental surgery after an accident, treatment for mouth cancers, and dental exams needed before kidney or heart surgery. If you're in a car accident and have to have your teeth taken out, Original Medicare will cover that because it's medically necessary, but they won't cover putting them back in since that isn't medically necessary. Medicare Advantage plans sometimes provide dental insurance, but Schwartz said they often, uh, their dental benefits are actually very limited and amount to a discount or a dental service, but not robust coverage. And I've been preaching that tune ever since I first got into this business. It's often very disappointing uh, when they say we include dental in our uh, Medicare Advantage plan, and then when you sign up for that thing and you're stuck on it for a full year, you find out that dental is like the uh, discount card they give you. All right, you get a, a discount on your first two visits. Some Medicare Advantage plans cover just two exams a year and maybe one cleaning. Some plans cover comprehensive dental care, but no implants, and they set an annual dollar limit of $2,000 or so out of pocket. Not all dentists are enrolled in Medicare, though, so Schwartz advises seeing whether your dentist is and uh, can submit claims for you. Although original Medicare usually won't cover hearing exams, it might provide reimbursement if your hearing is creating a medical problem. If you have a balance problem, they'll cover hearing, but they won't cover hearing if you just can't hear. Foot care. For foot care, you need to tread carefully. <laughs> I did not write that joke. Uh, original Medicare won't cover routine foot exams, corns, calluses, or flat feet. And, you know, I think they've discovered over the years that flat feet are really advantageous. They used to bounce flat-footed people out of the Army. I've told the story about my uh, experience in uh, going through my draft physical exam with my friend Seamus Carney, and Seamus had a big file of all of his medical problems under his arm. He was hoping that they wouldn't like him. I had nothing, and I, I was apparently very healthy. But uh, standing in the line, the chorus line, where they had all of us in our skivvies, and they had like five doctors, and the eye doctor came along, the heart doctor, the turn-your-head-and-cough doctor, and then the foot doctor came along, and he looked at the guy on one side of me, and then he looked at my feet, and then he looked at Seamus's feet, and then he looked at the guy next to Seamus, and then he went, wait a minute, and he came back and looked at Seamus's feet again. Those size 15 clodhoppers, not only were they flat, but they had bones sticking out of them. They were the ugliest feet in the world. And uh, they pulled Seamus out of line, and Seamus just sat there with his big old Irish grin, and uh, he knew he was finished. His exposure to the draft was ended, and this was in about 1968. So um, there was definite, uh, you know, there was a definite reason for him to be happy about not being drafted. All I wanted to do was finish college so I could go in as an officer. But uh, by the time that happened, the war was over. Anyway, uh, Medicare does cover therapeutic shoes for diabetes treatment and medically necessary treatment for foot injuries or diseases such as hammer toe, heel spurs, and foot warts. It also covers yearly exams or treatments if you have diabetes-related lower leg nerve damage. How about coverage for the cost of your canes and walkers? Well, that depends. 
If you have a diagnosis and a prescription and can get the equipment from Medicare-approved supplier, Medicare will cover canes and walkers. But you have to have an ambulatory need within your home. Plastic surgery. Forget about trying to get a original Medicare to play for pay for a tummy tuck, breast enhancement, or a nose job. Those types of cosmetic procedures are not covered. But if you need plastic surgery because you were burned in an accident or had complications from surgery, original Medicare covers that. If you can't breathe and need rhinoplasty on your nose, it's covered. But if it's just to make you prettier, then it's not covered. Acupuncture, not to put too fine a point on it. See, there's some jokester wrote this. Uh, but whether original Medicare will cover your acupuncture actually depends on why you're getting it. Normally, acupuncture isn't covered, but if there's there's one exception, if your doctor prescribes it for your chronic low back pain, but then you'll only be reimbursed for up to 12 sessions over 90 days, eight more sessions if you're showing improvement with a maximum of 20 treatments over a 12-month period. How about chiropractic care? In most cases, original Medicare will not cover going to the chiropractor, but there's an exception, of course, treatment for some spinal diagnoses. Medical care overseas. Well, I know the um, original Medicare won't kick in if you have health expenses, but the Medicare Advantage plans that I sell, Every one of them I sell has a limited benefit for overseas emergency treatment. So that's uh, up to $50,000 and paid at 80%. So if you're traveling and you want to carry that insurance with you, uh, buy your Medicare supplement from me and you'll be assured of getting that overseas emergency coverage. Long-term care and home care, by and large, original Medicare does not cover most long-term care costs, and it only covers some home care expenses when they're for medical reasons. In other words, it won't pay for what they're calling activities of daily living, such as help with dressing, bathing, or meals. I think that can be surprising, especially to family members taking on the management of loved one's care for the first time, such as for dementia. Medicare considers an assisted living community the patient's residence. The criteria for getting original Medicare coverage in an assisted living facility is the same as if you were in your own home. When Omdahl's father was in a skilled nursing facility and had kidney cancer, Medicare paid for the care for drainage uh, of nephrectomy tubes going to his kidney. But as soon as the tubes were implanted, and there was no longer a need for a nurse to take care of him, it all went into private pay, meaning she had to pay for it herself. Original Medicare will, however, pay for home health aid if you're homebound and, let's say, recovering from a stroke or getting physical therapy, or if you need some other type of skilled medical care. Some hospital costs is a headline here, although Medicare Part A covers hospital costs, there are serious limits. For instance, original Medicare typically won't pay for a private room in a hospital, only a semi-private room, unless there are no semi-private rooms or a private room is deemed medically necessary. It also won't pay for private duty nursing if you feel you need extra nursing coverage or for a TV or phone in your hospital room if there's a separate charge for that. And the final, the final uh, paragraph here is appealing a Medicare claim denial. If original Medicare denies a claim that you believe is legitimate, you can appeal by submitting a redetermination request form. And Omdahl and Schwartz think you should do that appeal if you have a good case. 
If Medicare says this was not medically necessary for you, we don't think you had this diagnosis that requires this treatment. And if you can show that you did, your chance of, of a successful appeal is very high. So those are the items that you might have difficulty with with Medicare unless you have a medically necessary reason for dealing with all that stuff. Okay, Randy, pick out something else. We're out of time. Oh, poop. Okay, well, <laughs> at least it was an important uh, element of Medicare that we were able to address today. But and, as you uh, might imagine, I saved just a few seconds to play. Oh, God, stumping Stump the, the insurance, insurance expert. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All righty. You, you just cannot pass up on stump the insurance guy because I do a lot of research on this. I spend, I stay up nights before we record. I feel like I, you know, my presence in your life is not doing well for your uh, marriage. <laughs> Oh, no, it's it's uh, having a very positive impact on that. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Stump me. Stump okay, me. Okay. So stump the insurance guy. See, the crickets have spoken, but I'm oh, going to just say go to, go to yeah, sleep. Put them back to sleep. Put them to sleep. Because I am the producer and I can run this as long as I want. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, the real, the tape is going to run out on that reel one day. Yeah, there you go. So anyway. Into on today's date, this is another one of those historical questions that you okay. are so good at. Already today's on, date. On today's date, there was announcement made in London that there was the first of something had actually been available now and made available to the public. What was that? Uh, could it have been a Beatles record? No. That's a very vague question. Something was made available to the public. The announcement was made on February 2nd of some year. I'll give you a clue on the year. Okay. 1852, 100 years before my birthday. 1852. Um, it seems to me it could have been some medical advance like uh, the invention of formaldehyde which uh, functioned as an anesthesia, or it could have been uh, the um, the discovery that having your drinking water well or your sister next to your uh, your sewage <laughs> turns out to be was, a bad idea. Was a really bad idea, yeah. yeah. That, that was a discovery in London uh, at, at some point back in the 1800s. Um, 1852, it could have been the Crimean War was going on and, and a victory party hat mm, was available no, no. you know something i think i'm out of guesses you're going to have to fill me in this this is a much more important availability um, queen it, queen it, victoria tickets to queen victoria's coronation uh no it wasn't that no. either all right so in london in 1852 on today's date february the 2nd they announced in london the availability of the first public toilet wow were there private toilets i bet a lot of the houses in london did not have even their own private toilets so a public toilet there there had to be a huge line yeah i'm telling you and it was now here's your part b bonus question oh, you, oh boy you can you can redeem your guess here if you guess right what was the cost to use said device there was a cost involved okay well sure if i 
if I create a public bathroom, I'm going to expect my expenses to be covered by the uh, users. So I'm not surprised to hear there was a cost. One farthing. And I'm only saying that because I like to pronounce the word farthing. Farthing. Yes. I love the word farthing. That's not right. But I still (laughs) love the word. They charge two pence. Oh, I was going to say one pence. One pence would have been my next uh, guess. Two pence. Okay. So have you ever heard of the term hay penny? Uh, Yes, I have. A half penny. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a half penny. And there's a bridge. There's a bridge over there. Well, actually, this is in Dublin, but it's called the hay penny bridge. Okay. And they actually charged back in the day, they actually charged you a hay penny or a half a penny to cross that bridge. So there was ah. there was there was a historical basis for people paying, you know, private individuals paying sure. for the use of public services. And that was back when a penny was real money as opposed yeah. to today when penny a penny is just something that gets in the way. Well, yeah, I mean, and if if you've ever seen an original British penny, Never, it, it, well, it, it, it was about the size of a about the size of a half dollar. They, those no suckers kidding. were big. They looked like oh. they were worth something. What do you think it was made out of? Was it made out of it copper? Was co- it was copper. Yeah. I wonder where they got that copper. You don't hear about copper mines in the British Isles like you do in in America. Now, here's your other fun fact about about pennies. Do you okay. know? And this this stands true for American coins as well as British coins. Okay. You know? Do you know why they have a serrated edge? I don't know why. It never occurred to me that there was a reason for that. So why do they have a serrated edge? So people wouldn't file them off and make more pennies. <laughs> okay. Because if, if somebody felt it and there was no serrations, they knew that the penny had been modified. Well, the modern American penny does not have ser- uh, serrations on the edge. Only the dime and the quarter, to the best yeah. of my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, same, reason, same reason, though. Okay. Now, here's the deal on... Uh, Toilets, which they call toilets in Europe. We call them bathrooms because we're much more civilized than Europeans. Yes, yes. But in England and probably uh, Ireland, Scotland, they're called toilets. And uh, the um, movie Train Spotting has a horrifying, an absolutely horrifying bathroom in a bar in Scotland. And it's even labeled on the screen as the worst toilet in Scotland. And the camera lingers on the um, inside of this horrible, horrible uh, edifice. I don't want to say edifice. It's a facility, I guess. Facility, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, mostly the movie Train Spotting is very depressing about uh, heroin addicts and all that stuff. But there are flashes of humor occasionally. And that was certainly one of them, this horrible, horrible <laughs> toilet in Scotland in a in a bar, you know, never been cleaned. Well, well, I I won't go into gory details, but I've been in some of them. <laughs> uh, and and would it be an accurate? Maybe it's not a joke. Then maybe it's an accurate depiction. Uh, well, it it wouldn't be probably that that terrible. But there's another short, uh, you know, little just a short comment I'll make is there was a reason in Europe that they invented high heels. Uh huh. <laughs> to keep you out of the the puddle on the, the floor, out of the stuff. And here's your other little fun fact is men wore them also. Uh Uh, So anyway, that's my story for today. We need to go ahead and sign off. We've spent our 75 cents. We might even be closing in on a buck now, and we just can't afford it on today's budget. So we have got a few things to do. Thank you all for joining us at Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. We always love it when you do, because when you're here, 
we have a lot more fun than when you're not here. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, a couple things I always mention. Doug is your licensed agent for anything Medicare nationwide. Sometimes we don't mention that as, as often as we should. He loves to hear from you at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. You can go to our website at medicareforthelazyman.com. And the other thing we typically mention, just because we would love your help with it, is find someplace to rate our podcast. We'd love five stars. It would just make our day if we got it. But for right now, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma, originally, no more. He's living up in his fortress of solitude in the high altitude behind Cave Creek, Arizona. Please go to Amazon and rate the book also. Bye-bye, everyone.